Clark County Today is brought to you by Target Zero with the goal of eliminating traffic fatalities in Washington by 2030. Take the pledge today. Clark County Today is presented by Connell Real Estate. Hire an agent, get a team. Learn more by visiting ConnellRealEstate.com. Welcome everyone, Jacob Graneman here with your Wednesday, April 14th update from Clark County Today. Well, Clark County residents seeking a first dose vaccination appointment will have upcoming appointments at Washington State uh, as Washington State approaches Thursday's expansion of eligibility. The COVID-19 vaccination site at Tower Mall will have more than 4,000 first dose appointments available in the coming week. The site currently operates four days a week, Friday, Saturday, Monday, and Tuesday, and will have about 1,000 first dose appointments available for each of those days. When eligibility changes on Thursday, anyone who is 16 years or older can schedule an appointment at the Tower Mall site. Once eligible, minors can be vaccinated at the Tower Mall site if their consent form is signed by a parent or guardian. Clark County Public Health Director Dr. Alan Melnick said that during the first 11 weeks of vaccination efforts in Clark County, an average of well over 4,000 first doses were administered each week. Over the past six weeks, an average of nearly 14,000 doses has been administered each week. He said a total of 210,724 doses have been administered in Clark County, where close to 144,000 residents or 29% have had at least the first dose and nearly 95,000 residents or 19% are fully vaccinated. For the latest news on vaccinations and other COVID-19 news, see our full story at ClarkCountyToday.com. Well, Clark County added 62 new confirmed cases of COVID-19 since yesterday and three new deaths. Two of those deaths were suspected and one is confirmed. Active cases rose to 458 and hospitalizations remained the same at 19 confirmed and six suspected, taking up 4.3% of total bed space. The perfect storm is continuing in the Clark County real estate market as a shortage of current inventory is creating a feeding frenzy among buyers looking for affordable housing in the area. In March, there were 940 new listings according to the Clark County RMLS Action Report, which is an 8% increase from the 1,022 listed in March one year ago, but an increase of about 32% from the 711 listed in February of this year. Even though inventory remains low, there is no shortage of sales. The pending sales last month show a 23.5% increase from the 750 offers accepted in March of last year and an increase of just over 32% from the 700 offers accepted in February 2021. Inventory decreased again and now sits at just one half of a month's supply of available homes. The average home sale price increased to $486,500 and a medium home sale price increased to $435,500. Some good news was revealed by the City of Vancouver, which reported single-family residence permits increased 41% in March, largely due to several large developments. Commercial permits saw an 80% increase due to public and private large-scale projects. For all the details of the March real estate activity report, see our full story at ClarkCountyToday.com. Well, doctors at Peace Health Southwest Medical Center in Vancouver have a new tool in the fight against afflictions of the lungs, a robot. The Ion robot created by Intuitive Surgical, the same company to create the Da Vinci Surgical robot, is a thin, flexible node that can be inserted into the lungs of a person to identify nodules and potential cancerous regions. Peace Health is the only hospital in Pacific Northwest to be operating the device and plans to begin patient diagnosis with it in the first week of May. Dr. Banu Padibandla is a thoracic program director leading the robot's implementation. Here he is to explain how it works. The Ion procedure starts 
starts with uploading patient's CT scan of the chest into a special computer with uh, a special uh, software which uses the CT scan of the chest uh, to design a 3D map of the airway anatomy to get to the target locations in the lung. And uh, we export the planned pathway uh, into your flash drive and we take the flash drive into the procedure room where we connect the flash drive to the ion endoluminal tower itself and then the ultra thin catheter that the ion system has to help navigate into the peripheral portions of the lung. And once we reach the desired location, we can lock the catheter in place and safely perform the biopsies. To learn more about Peace Health's newest gadget, visit the full video soon at ClarkCountyToday.com. With high school basketball games on the schedule next week, yes, next week, Paul Valencia caught up with Gonzaga signee and battleground senior Caden Perry. It's been a busy 13 months of basketball for Caden Perry, even if there has not been high school basketball for 13 months. The last time we saw Perry in a battleground uniform, he was helping the Tigers reach the 2020 state tournament in the first week of March. Then the pandemic hit. Well, Perry is a senior now, and Perry just kept working on his game. He signed with Gonzaga in November, and last month he was named to the USA Nike Hoop Summit team. And he always hoped for one last hurrah with the Battleground Tigers. This week, practice started for the Tigers. Basketball games in Southwest Washington are right around the corner. And Caden Perry, one of the top prospects in years from Southwest Washington, is ready. For more, please see our story on ClarkCountyToday.com. First graders at Woodland Public Schools North Fork Elementary School recently learned about the logging industry from Jim Morris, owner of Morris Trucking Northwest and father of Kimberly Miller, first grade teacher at North Fork. Each year, Morris visits his daughter's classroom to teach students about logging, how it works, and the importance lumber plays in many different industries. Because of the pandemic restrictions preventing visitors to classrooms, Morris made a video lesson to share with the students. Morris walked students through the uses of lumber and then gave students a tour of his logging truck, including showing students how the log grappler operates to lift incredibly heavy logs onto the back of his truck. He also showed students the complexity of driving a semi-truck, including the horn, gauges, and more. Morris also taught students about the specific types of trees he hauls. Students learned how, to, how the lumber industry developed re reforestation techniques to ensure the industry would operate sustainably by replacing the trees that are cut down each year year with new ones after the tour students watched a second video showing Jim's truck in action. Well, thanks for joining us. Those are the stories we've got for you today. You can share your thoughts with us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, where we encourage you to like and subscribe to stay up to date. If you're liking the content, there's a way you can help. Just share us with your friends and family. If you're interested in sharing a news tip or story idea with us, those can be emailed to news at clarkcountytoday.com, or you can message us on Facebook. From everyone here at Clark County Today, I'm Jacob Graneman. Have a great night. We'll see you again tomorrow.